Before you can create a healthy relationship with others, you first have to create a healthy relationship with yourself. Welcome to Let's Talk About It with your host, Dr. Janie Lacey. Janie is a nationally respected psychotherapist, and on this show, she and her featured guests will help you discover and break patterns in your life that can contribute to self-sabotage and unhealthy relationships. Now, here is Dr. Janie Lacey. Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk About It with Janie Lacey. You know, there are so many couples who I have encountered during these coronavirus times requesting appointments who realize that they've been surviving in their relationship with the busyness of life. And when the world essentially was given a timeout, many couples looked at each other, realized not only do I not know you, but I don't even like you. <laughs> not to mention all the affair discoveries, addiction relapses that couples have experienced. So we all need a little hope and inspiration that a healthy love relationship built on faith and respect does exist. And I couldn't think of another high profile couple who embodies this than to have on Let's Talk About It with Janie Lacey other than Orlando and Georgina Rowland. Orlando is the chief of police and Dr. Georgina Pinado Rowland is Mayor Dyer's director of multicultural affairs. And it is with distinct pleasure. I welcome you both to the show. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Jenny. I really, really appreciate uh, the invitation. We are honored to be here. Absolutely. Thank you. You know, um, Orlando and Georgina, you know, in a world where movies and music and many forms of entertainment highlight a lot of toxic and sometimes glorified dysfunctional relationships. So it's a breath of fresh air to witness such a powerful couple who demonstrates such togetherness and strong partnership, which is grounded in faith and where a strong masculine husband, the chief of Orlando Police Department, <laughs> consistently credits his beautiful wife with the person and the professional he is today. So Orlando, could you tell us a little bit about the story behind that constant confession? I'll be honest with you. Um, you know, when you look back at life and you look at um, how you view life and how you embrace certain things in life, Sometimes you don't make the right choices. And when Georgina came into my life, she actually uh, made me refocus my attention on the things that were important. Things such as career, things such as not all uh, is work is not all that you should strive for. So there has to be a balance. And, and that's what she brought into my life. She allowed me to basically develop into the person that I am today. I credit her 100%. I think my world would have been much, much different if Georgina had not entered into my life. I just love that. I think you are uh, such a role model for many, many husbands that allow in a healthy relationship the influence of their their wife. And I always hear this saying that, you know, wives is kind of like uh, wear the neck and the husband is the head, <laughs> right? You need both of them to really operate. Yeah. So, yeah. so I'm wondering, um, Georgina, can you share with us just how does two strong personalities make such a great marriage work? I mean, the two of you are trailblazers in your own right, um, both alpha, so to speak. So what are some of the main key ingredients that make this abundant relationship work? Well, I think it, first of all, faith, okay? That's the most important thing in our relationship. And the second one is respect. Uh, we respect each other. We respect each other's opinion, even though sometimes we don't agree with each other and in certain points. But I respect his his thought, his um, opinion, his whatever he has to say about a subject or about a situation. Uh, in the same way, goes with him. And I think that the key of this is communication, respect, faith first, communication, and respect. When you have respect with each other uh, and you understand each other, uh, you don't always have to be right. You know that's oh, I always have to be right. No because you always have to compromise. So I give in one time, he give in on the next time, you know? And I think that's the healthy, um, it's, it's the healthy things on that relationship. You give in a little bit, the other person gives, a, uh, give in a little bit. So you don't have to be always right, even though sometimes we wanna be right, but no, um, we always respect each other's opinion. Um, we can disagree, and we respect each other. But I think one of the most important things about us is that we communicate with each other very well. And when it's time for him to be on the spotlight, it's his time. 
I'm behind him, supporting him, giving him all my support, all my love, all my cheers. And when it's time for me to shine or my time, he's the same way. You know, we always supporting each other. And sometimes in nowadays, that's hard to find because everybody wants to be better than others. You know, if he's better than me, I am right there because I get some of that too, because I am good too. So it doesn't matter to me. His success is my success. My success is his success. Uh, I think the key of a good relationship is what I just told you. Faith, communication, patience, and respect. But respect above all. I love that. I love how you outline that faith and respect because those are foundational because when when you truly respect your partner your spouse then to what Georgina is sharing then when you have conflict and then when you have disagreement the respect will still be there I mean yes you'll be irritated and, and we have emotions and those types of things but when there's a, a foundation of respect then you can see that we both want to resolve this and we are better together and, and not having the competition in relationships because it's doing a lot of couples counseling, when someone has insecurity to your point and the other person is shining and then that makes them feel inadequate or I'm not doing as much and they really can't be there and supporting of, of their partner. You know, so there is this quote um, that in, in an interview of Will Smith where he explains how he makes things work with his wife, uh, Jada. When, and he said, when we got started, we both truly connected on wanting to be better. That's where it all started. There were other people that we were dating and other people that were we were attracted to, but there was a commitment to constantly, consistently be better. That was what we connected on. Our whole world and relationship was that, hey, I know that I may not be all of that today, but what I'm going to do is lay around and not keep working to be better to deserve you. So with that being said, you know, I know without a doubt that it's the parts that make the couple ship work. So then how do the two of you, busy careers, your trailblazers, your, you know, grandparents, you got family, got all these different things going on. So how do you work on yourself individually so that you can be a better spouse to each other? What does that look like in your home? You know, I, I think we respect the fact that we have responsibilities when it comes to, you know, what we have chosen as our profession and, and the things we're focusing on when it comes to our profession. But when we come home, we disconnect. We are homebodies. You know, we often um, will go, obviously, prior to COVID-19, we would go to functions and had the, the, the privilege of going together because being part of the city. So it was like a dinner night out. Uh, to an event or a function when we would do that. But when we come home, we love to sit on our couch. We love to watch TV. We love to do things together. And I, I think that's been part of the key, the fact that we have not allowed for other distractions to get in the way of, of our relationship when it comes to what we obviously accept as being important. That as much as we want to be dedicated to what we do for a living, we also have to be committed to supporting each other in when it comes to our relationship and nurturing our relationship. And we're not always going to agree to disagree to things, you know, happy wife, happy life is my motto. <laughs> but, uh, but the bottom line is um, sometimes, you know, we're, we're far from perfect, but sometimes we do have discussions and I'm the hard headed one who chooses, you know, sometimes not to agree to with her when I know she's right. But in the end, uh, I'm telling you, communication Dedicating time to each other, I think, is, is vital when you have two busy people as part of a relationship. You know, I think that uh, when, we, when we got together, when we started dating, he was after me for three years, um, just to make the record straight. Um, <laughs> he, he, I don't know how he tolerated every time. He, no, I'm busy. I cannot do this. Um, you know, I was in Telemundo. Our first date was on Valentine's Day. Uh, well, no, I was not our first date. That's not true. His idea of a first day, I was doing the anchoring in Telemundo because that's what I used to work. And he calls me. He's like, hey, what are you doing for Valentine's Day? And I'm like, I'm not doing anything. I'm working. And he goes, well, after your newscast. And I'm like, I'm going home. And he goes, well, we have some friends. and We're going to have some dinner. You want to come? He's like, yeah. Do you want me to pick you up? No, I go over there. I drive. So I drove over there. And he's like, oh, we're going to go out for dinner and all that kind of stuff. So the first thing that he does is give me this car and this gift. And I'm like, what the heck is this? And he goes, well, it's the day 
of the friendship. And I'm like, friendship? Well, yeah, but no. So he gave me this gift, I opened it, and it was a diamond necklace. So I went back and I gave it back to him and I said, I'm sorry, but we are nothing. So I cannot accept this, you know, we're friends, but this is, this is not acceptable to me. So the wife of the other police officers were saying, are you crazy? You never said no to diamonds. And I'm like, listen, I am sorry, but I cannot accept that to him. And I said, please forgive me. I don't want to be unpolite or, uh, no, be thankful of that you thought of me like that, but I'm sorry. I cannot give you that. Well, so after that it was, oh, can you want to go out for uh, coffee or do you want to go out for this or that? And, uh, it was part of my fishing tactic, and once she was hooked, she was hooked. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're baiting her. <laughs> but, uh, but I think um, going back to uh, to your question, um, we when we started dating, uh, we made a promise to each other that one day a week we were gonna have for ourselves, no matter what, um, we're always gonna have a day or two. It was on Fridays. Every Friday, we were looking forward to our day. That was our day. And you continue to do it. Even on COVID-19, it's still our day. Even if it's watching a movie on the couch or just laying down, doing nothing, going to the patio, uh, see the birds, whatever. But it was a day for the two of us. We continue to this day after 12 years, we continue to this day doing that. So to, to us, time for ourselves, away from our work and other responsibility, is really important. And um, I'm trying to teach him how to meditate because meditate really relaxes me. Um, and we go for walks, you know, that way also we put our mind in something else. That's, that's how we do it. But um, I'm trying to get his mind to, because you never can shut your mind down, but I mean off, sorry. But um, I'm trying to convince him how to do more meditation, but it's hard for him. He cannot shut that mind off. So you can turn it off. So, but um, <laughs> that's how, how I do it. Or I prepare a tub with salts and um, flowers and all the stuff that you want to put in there so that he can relax. And after he relax, I go and take my bath. So things like that, just to take care of each other. Well, it sounds like you got some good systems down and it sounds like the uh, police chief likes to Netflix and chill with his lady. <laughs> 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 that, that that's awesome so since you mentioned it i mean how did the two of you meet well that's a funny that's a story it, yeah because you see i i have a story and he has his story so my story was that um i knew him i mean i saw him a couple of times um and when i started working at telemundo that's when i met him because he was the PIO, the public information officer. And I was one of the news anchors, also the reporter for Telemundo. So I, you know, I interview him all the time. I will correct him all the time, his Spanish, because his Spanish was not correct. So I said, sir, could you please repeat it this way? Because people would not understand you. And people were saying, my, cam my cameraman said, are you correcting the PIO? And I'm like, yeah, he's not saying it right. So I wanted him to look good. I mean, I, I want people to understand what he was trying to say because he would say it on Spanglish, you know, half English, half Spanish, you know, so and things like that. But my version is that I met him when he was a PIO. His version was when I was Miss Florida in 1999. He saw me getting out of a limo, and that's the way. So, go ahead. Not a festival, <laughs> that's a festival. what I recall. But uh, the bottom line is, we. who would have thought, I mean, back then, the thought, of course, never crossed the mind that one day we would eventually end up together. So leading up to that date, there was friends of mine who said, hey, would you like to go with us? I'm like, you know, I don't have a date. I don't want to go. Well, they rented a limo, this, that, and the other. So that's when I called her and said, hey, would you like to come? And uh, so it was a Valentine's Day limo gift, but worked. Again, it was part of my tactic. So. <laughs> Well, something worked, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it did. Persistence. But we knew each other from work, um, didn't know each other as people. Mm -hmm. um, knew what we did for a living, but not necessarily how we were as persons. So that was the three years that you referenced uh, with him chasing you. Yep. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, so, um, so a few things. You know, there's another quote that I like from Michelle Obama. 
you know, she talked about marriage being hard work and even the best of marriages require a lot of work. Even if you're married to your soulmate who has very few flaws is what she'll say. And she talked about building a life with a person other than yourself and dealing with all of the bumps and the bruises and the joys and the pains that go along with life that creates the natural state of marriage. And it's a challenge. So what has been the greatest challenge that you both had to endure that you're now thankful for because you went through this, that it's made you stronger and better together as a result? So, you know, I'm going to be honest. I think the one obstacle that we overcame was those who were on the fence or on the sidelines who thought that our relationship or marriage would never last, that our, our, our lives were so different before we came together, that no one, actually, we heard that there was some betting going on. Oh, they won't last a year, they won't last two years, and here we are uh, after 12 years, it looks like we got married. You know, it feels like we, we are newlyweds. We truly feel um, that we are at the peak of our marriage when in fact there's so much, we know that there's so much growth yet to come, but everything has been so positive. Um, but overcoming a lot of the challenges that because of work and because of um, just the environment, uh, overcoming that, I think, made us even stronger when it comes to a relationship. But there's one thing I, uh, I believe that I just share with my daughter and her boyfriend. And um, when you go into a relationship, you should never go into a relationship thinking that you're going to be able to change someone. If there's something about that person that when you first meet and when you're dating, you don't like, you better accept that when you go into that relationship. And if you're going to make it a marriage, I think you should go into it understanding that if this is the person I have chosen, and this is the way the person is, this is the person I'm going to choose to live with. There are a lot of things that probably Georgina does not like about <laughs> me that, you know, whether it's bad habits of leaving a cup on the counter when I'm supposed to put it in the sink or something like that, or even, even the way I use my utensils while eating, but she has accepted the fact that there are certain things that she can't change about me. Likewise, there are certain things that, you know, when she tells me, why don't you do this? I know it's going to come. I know it's going to happen, but I still do it. I have accepted the fact that she's going to call it out on me. But, um, so I think that's what's, um, made it, um, even more special we understand each other. We know things we like, don't like, but we accept those. Do you know what I think is, is, is kind of funny, you know, because a lot of people say you start looking like your, your partner or your husband or your wife after years. Well, um, you know, I have got some things from him that I do now that I'm like, oh, my God, I'm becoming Orlando. So, <laughs> but I think one of the things that, uh, you know, when I said, when he said about the dishes, for example, I, I like, I don't like to go to bed without nothing on, on the, on the, uh, on the sink. So I, even if it is a cup or a fork or anything, I just like to have it clean because I don't like it stuff around. So um, I'm a very neat person. He can tell you, um, extremely neat. My nephews and nieces, um, they know when they come over here, my, my sisters and my brothers is like, man. I shouldn't have them living with you for a week so they will, you know, be so organized, you know. But, um, I mean, I, I, I'm not perfect, but what he said, I think it, you know, accepting each other um, and respecting each other's way of being is, is a key. Um, he said something that is so true. I was on a conversation with our daughter and his, uh, her boyfriend, and you cannot change somebody people can't change their behavior but the, the way that they are they they, they can't because if they lose who they are they're not that person anymore and I fell in love with a person that it is right next to me you know what I mean is 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 this individual with all his great things um he's not flawless but he's almost perfect to me you know, uh, I don't say that very often because if not, you know, he's, you know, I don't want him to know that very much, but uh, <laughs> he's, he's almost uh, perfect to me because he's my rock. He's my inspiration. He's my best friend. He is my husband. 
He's my, the person that I tell her, all, tell him all my secrets, um, all my concerns, all my fears um, with no restriction. I can be who I am with the person that I love. And he, he accepted me the way that I am. So I hope that that answered your question. Another key ingredient is acceptance. So yeah. not the potential of, but who they are right there, then and now and making adjustments. Cause you mentioned, you know, habits. And when you're living together, you, you have a life together, you have different habits, you can make adjustments, but essentially just letting people be who they, who they are and letting them feel loved and accepted for that um, is, is a key ingredient. So I think that's uh, an excellent point that I want people to, to really focus on. Cause I get a lot of premarital couples that, we really kind of drill down to it. Sometimes it's the potential of their future together, where they see each other going versus the person, if this person doesn't grow or they don't become anything other than the person in front of me, can I truly accept them? And I think that's a really um, uh, uh, foundational question that, that a lot of couples need to ask themselves. And then you kind of led into, you know, it said that not a lack of love, but a lack of friendship that makes unhappy marriages. So, you know, you, you mentioned a couple of elements, but how do the bo both of you maintain a friendship throughout this journey of marriage and busy careers and a lot of stuff going on? How do you maintain that? I think it comes down in all honesty to become, or to be in homebodies, um, you know, in to each their own, but um, there are some couples that have, you know, the, the, husband relationships and the wife relationships and you know every once in a while they merge together but we tend to do everything together and if one is going to be doing something the other is present that's the way we want it that's the way we like it that's the way we like to live our lives I think in this world or the world that we live in today it's real easy to get into and get out of relationships it's become almost the norm and um, that's not our upbringing um, yes, we come from, this is our second marriage, but I think what led us to the point where maybe we decided this is not, um, the way for, of the future and we need to part our ways, uh, was unique to her, was unique to me, but relationships have always for us been very, very important, especially our marriage, learning from our past yeah. experience, applying those to our current experience, I'm telling you, I'm, I cannot even fathom the idea of somehow living my life without Georgina by my side or me by her side. And the type of um, support that we give each other, it, it just comes real natural. It, it's not something that we have to work hard at. It, I don't know if, if I can explain that very well, but um, the point being is that once you meet that person and you feel that that person is the person that you want to live the rest of your life with, I, I think it hits you real quick um, when you know that that is, in fact, uh, the case. Again, when it comes to uh, Georgina, I don't know what the heck I did to deserve her. I know that I'm very happy for it. And, the, and I am going to make sure that this gift that I've been given uh, that I share is for the rest of my life. So. You know, he... Um, and I'm getting emotional here, but he told me not too long ago, like two to three years ago, something that his father told him when he met me. Want to tell the story? So when, you know, I bring Georgina over to my parents' house and uh, my dad had never done this before. And um, mind you now, I was, mar I was married, divorced for a while, and then Georgina comes into my life. And, uh, or I come into her life. And uh, I bring her to my parents' house and my dad pulls me aside and says, hey, listen, you need to settle down. And uh, he had never, ever said that to me before. And uh, I was like, yeah, you know what? Those are strong words coming from my dad uh, when it comes to this. So that was the first clue that I was on the right track. I love my father-in-law, my mother-in-law. You know, I lost my parents when I was young, like I'm on my 20 and my early 20s and my early 30s and I it was a year 2003 when I loved my mom my dog and I got divorced uh, at the same time within three weeks and honestly I thought that the world was coming down on me and I it was a struggle especially losing my best friend who was my mother 
because I lost my father prior to that. My parents were married for 50 years. Uh, and I knew that my mom was going to die soon because they were inseparable. So uh, I had that fear for um, those three to four years after my mom, my dad passed away. So um, I thought that nothing will take that pain away. But after a while, my faith, my, my, my work, because I dedicated my time to work to the community and give myself to the community for those three years that he said, you know, was uh, the best thing that I could ever done. And God gave me another chance to have an incredible soulmate because honestly, I feel that even though that is weird to say this, but I feel like I always been married to him. Like I didn't have my previous marriage. Um, so I feel that some people don't believe that you have a soulmate, but it does exist. He is my soulmate. Wow. You know, so what I'm hearing is a few nuggets I want to pull out. One is that you truly like each other as friends. <laughs> but then I'm also hearing that, you know, God really made beauty from ashes, right? You both had losses and then you found each other and all of these beautiful things of respect and um, acceptance and friendship. And then also just isolating yourself in a good way, because sometimes people can allow so many voices and so many influences into their relationship, which can now implant things and can make it toxic. So putting truly putting each other first and doing what's good um, in that sense. So, you know, we are going to take a two minute break and I am just, I'm loving this conversation with city of Orlando police chief Orlando and his beautiful, beautiful wife, Georgina. So we are going to be back in two minutes after our commercial break. And we are going to keep digging in for them to help us understand what really makes this powerful couple work. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and entertained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Listen for our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be The Star You Are, with our host, Cynthia Bryan. Then on Sundays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, Teens Talk and the World Listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Play with with us at be the star you are radio.com and the voice america empowerment channel are you often attracted to unavailable partners feel like you can't stay but can't leave a toxic relationship obsessed with thinking about a current or former lover feel resentful that you're always taking care of the other person the woman redeemed therapy program is for women who want to break free from toxic relationship patterns so they can find the love they truly deserve this program is a safe, nurturing environment, essential for building self-worth and acquiring the tools to work through challenges and create your best self. We invite you to begin the journey today to start building the new you. Call 407-622-1770 or visit LifeCounselingSolutions.com. That's LifeCounselingSolutions.com. Are you living day by day, nervous, in fear, or constantly feeling overwhelmed, this is probably due to an anxiety disorder. Anxiety disorders can develop from many different factors and can affect each and every person differently. Anxiety disorders can develop because of genetics, personality, stressful life events, and many other reasons. The Anxiety and Depression Association of America reports that more than 40 million Americans suffer from anxiety-related illnesses and anxiety is also considered the most common mental disorder in the United States. You don't have to suffer alone. Call Life Counseling Solutions at 407-622-1770 or visit lifecounselingsolutions.com today. Put something special into your weekend. Listen to Living Your Limitless Life with host Carol Deshane, the founder of Connect to Joy. You can transform your life with new ways of looking at joy, peace, freedom, and prosperity, as well as guided meditations and visualizations. It's time to break free from your limitations and create the best vision of your life. 
What better time than the weekend or right now on demand? Living Your Limitless Life can be heard Sundays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and noon Eastern Time on Voice America Empowerment. Has your anger ever taken you somewhere you regretted? Have you ever said something in anger that you wish you could take back? Have you ever hurt anyone as a reaction of your anger, physically or emotionally? Let's face it, anger is a part of life. We all experience anger in our lives at some point. The question we need to ask ourselves is whether this has become a habit. What matters is how we deal with it. So call Life Counseling Solutions at 407-622-1770 or visit OrlandoAngerManagement.com today. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Let's Talk About It with Dr. Jamie Lacey. To reach the show today, please call into 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Janie at lifecounselingsolutions.com. Now back to Let's Talk About It. We are back to Let's Talk About It with Janie Lacey. And we have our power couple here with us today, opening the doors to their home and letting us know what makes their relationship work. Because we all want to know, how do marriages that are built to last work? And, you know, I think about in Sheryl Sandberg's book, Lean In, that she famously wrote, when it comes time to settle down, that we want to find someone who wants an equal partner, someone who thinks women should be smart, opinionated, and ambitious, someone who values fairness and expects, or even better, wants to do his share in the home, (laughs) that these men exist. And trust me, over time, nothing is sexier for a woman. So Orlando, how do you (laughs) support your lovely, beautiful wife's pursuits and her ambitions while taking care of yourself in such a high stressful position. I know how to do dishes. I know how to mow the grass. I know, uh, in all honesty, I, I don't know how to answer that. I mean, my goal is to obviously make sure that she taps the most that she can to be successful, right? Um, you know that during challenging times is when you uh, probably grow the strongest together. Uh, and I'm talking when there are challenging times in our world. You know, think back with 9/11. When you think back when the economy crashed and what have you. Um, Georgina went through a transition at one point back in 2008, Tara. And I told her, "Why don't you set up your own company? You have the ability to connect with people. You have the ability to have people engage with you." set up your own public relations company. And sure enough, she did. And she, she did very well with this company that led to her getting into the politics arena as far as helping with campaigns, allowed her to meet or actually work with Mayor Dyer because she had met him all, uh, before that when she would interview him during his political career. So I think for me, it brings me joy to see her succeed. So my part has always been that whenever I can and whenever I'm able to encourage her or support her during the process, that to me is the most satisfying part of my portion of the relationship. So and for me, when I met him, um, he was a lieutenant for nine years. And when we got married, I told him, I said, hey, you need to finish your college degree. You need to do this. Oh, I can. I'm too busy. I cannot. And I said, yes, you can. You're going to do it. You're going to finish. No, I can't. You know, sometimes I will go struggling to getting a new because I lost my job. So I have to, you know, reinvent myself thanks to him. He had, he believed in me so much that he pushed me to do this and pushed me in a good way. And um, so I did it and, and it, it was a very successful company. So I 
you know, I told him the same thing. You need to finish your, your college degree because he had an associate and I said, you need to do this. No, I can't. It's too much. It's, it's, it's overwhelming. I said, you can. I will have to run and get uh, books in the library for him to do research when he will come back to work. And um, I push him to, to be successful. So I said, what do you want to be? What are your goals? And he will become a captain. And I'm like, what do you mean, captain? I said, um, you are material for a chief of police. And he goes, what? And I was like, yeah, you are material for a chief of police. You need to educate yourself. You need to read. You need to uh, get courses. You need to um, go and, 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 and ask, uh, look for a mentor. Uh, look for somebody who can support you and give you guidance. Um, so he did it. I mean, I, I, I could have um, said, you know, well, you know, if you don't want to be there, what do you mean? Don't. I, I pushed him to the right direction that I thought that he had the potential. And I believe that he was chief of police material. And that's proof. This is proof that he, he was, um, you know, and thanks to uh, the trust uh, of Mayor Dyer, um, you know, he became chief of police because he knew, not because he was Hispanic, that was um, icing on the cake. It was because of his, um, you know, talent and his experience and, and the work that he had done through these 27 years that he has been with the city of Orlando. But, but part of that motivation that inspired me to obviously um, follow her, her push and recommendations for me to try to achieve that was also watching her here, here's someone who came here to the United States with English as her second language, who began to learn English by watching Sesame Street, went on to get her master's degree, went on to work in television, Disney, went on to get her PhD while taking care of me and pushing me to achieve my goal. That inspired me also uh, to go beyond what I personally felt were my, you know, my limits. Um, I definitely um, did more than what I thought I could do in this process. You know, doctor, I think that, um, you know, when he became captain, because he was a lieutenant for nine years, and a year after he graduated and did all that, he became captain. A year after that, immediately, he became deputy chief. Four years after that, he became the chief of police. So uh, that's, you know, I, I believed from, from, from the beginning that he was that kind of person because of the, the integrity and the kind of man that he is, that he was, you know, was perfect for that position. Um, but uh, you know, he, he, he was saying that he was going to be happy he was captain. And I said, no, you have more than that. Really think so? Yeah. Remember a TV, a couch, home, I'm happy. and that's such a beautiful thing when you can see truly someone's greatness in them even in the moment when they don't see it for themselves and to have someone in your corner who's rooting for you who's pushing you and then so there lies why we hear you always giving credit to your beautiful wife (laughs) yeah I, I, I honestly I wouldn't be here I wouldn't be the person that I am if it hadn't been for her not just professionally but as as a human being that's beautiful. And and Georgina had shared um, a picture with me that I will share on the networks. But I'm wondering if you can give me a little background story to that picture where you guys are embracing so tightly. It just it just when I'm looking at that picture, I can see the emotion in it, not even knowing what's going on. But it's definitely apparent. So the it, story was the day that? That, it was the day that Mayor Dyer announced who the new incoming chief was, obviously me. And um, and I'm giving my remarks and. I'm not one. I, I do sometimes get emotional, but it's rare that that happens. And I started breaking down when I was talking uh, about Georgina during that wasn't even my swearing uh, uh, in ceremony. It was just an announcement that I was going to become the next chief. And as soon as I was done, the mayor was going to continue. And I said, excuse me for a second. And I went down and gave her a hug. And that's the picture they took before I went back up on the stage. And that was our 10th wedding anniversary. That day was our 10th wedding anniversary. So it was a lot of emotions um, at that moment. And 
the person who took that, I'm sorry, get the person who took that picture is somebody who have seen seen all of us, uh, the two of us, um, who knows us from different ways. He used to work, he works for the city and I used to work at Telemundo when I met him. And he is uh, Edward, Ed Richard. He's the photographer, the main photographer for the city. Um, and he took that picture and he sent it to me two days after um, all this happened. And she said, look, I, I couldn't, I mean, this picture is, it mean the world to me because I took that picture. I know that you're going to treasure that picture forever. And um, so I printed it and I have it on our family room. And that picture reminds me how much he means to me. And those 10 years anniversary is, is, is a year that I'm never going to forget. But not because he got promoted, but because the love and the, the unity that we felt that day, it was beyond words. It's not that we have not felt it before, but it was that moment. It was so significant because we share with 120 people that were in that room our 10th wedding anniversary, you know? So that have a lot of meaning to me and to us because of that. So we usually go on a cruise and, and celebrate our anniversary, just the two of us. But to spend that day or that at least the part of the day in the morning with people that mean a lot to us, that is our coworkers, our friends, and 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 it's it's hard to explain. I don't know how to explain it. I think the picture says it all. It does say it all. You get to see the emotion of it, but it, it was a milestone and so many different positive things that forever changed your life were, were happening. And then the two of you intimately, it was your uh, uh, your 10 year marriage together and 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 that alone um, being something to celebrate. And, and then I also like that, um, Orlando, that you pointed out, because I think men need to hear this, that uh, it's okay for men to cry. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. You know, <laughs> we're not made out of steel, although sometimes <laughs> we think we are. Um, and I think, you know, in part, we also at that moment recognized how much work and preparation went into that moment, to that day, to be able to be recognized by Mayor Dyer or be uh, selected by Mayor Dyer for that position. It was definitely an earned uh, process. Um, I, I feel very uh, blessed to have been given this opportunity uh, to serve in this capacity, but the work leading up to it, it was, um, it was something that, that took a lot. But again, it, it was possible because of the type of encouragement and backing that I had from Georgina. And so it's weird, but when that emotion kicked in, it was like, I, I couldn't, I couldn't speak. I couldn't say a word. Couldn't. Yeah. So but it took me a moment to compose myself. The mayor started applauding. <laughs> so that people started applauding too. So to give you time to uh, recoup. It also sounds like it embodies just intimately the support and the love that the two of you have that, that embrace that picture that if someone's looking at it, may not know what it symbolizes, but can see the emotion of it. I mean, that just shows the strong bond that the two of you, all the things that, that were going on behind the curtains, the, the hard work, the sacrifice, it sounds like it all kind of came together. And it sounds like probably that's the words that, that, you're, that I'm hearing you describe, Georgina. Thank you. You know, and then, you know, one of the books from the top, one of the top world relationship experts, John Gottman, which I refer to him uh, quite often, I had the pleasure to receive training from him. He discussed in his book, The Seven Principles of Making Marriage Work, that turning towards each other means connecting with one's spouse, being there for each other during the minor events in each other's life, and responding favorably to one's spouse's bid, uh, bids for affection and attention and humor or support. So, you know, we all want to know, right? Such high-powered position, serious work. How do you incorporate fun and humor and affection in your in your marriage? Well, it is funny because we actually joke with each other <laughs> all the time. And, um, and uh, it's funny because our families are, like, they like to joke. So, um, for example, in my family, we love karaoke. So 
every time that we go to my family, any parties or anything like that, we have to play karaoke. So he has to play, by the way. I think that when he retires, he can start singing. So, <laughs> uh, but uh, we joke with each other. We talk about stories when we were little and um, we pick on each other, you know. Um, okay, where, the, where you got that thing? Oh, where are your eyes? Where are your eyes, you know? So um, we, we pick on each other in a good way, though. So anyone who knows Latin culture, cutting each other or cutting up with each other and, and um, joking around, stuff like that is part of it. Actually, sometimes it goes to the extreme where actually it, it offends some of us. We can offend each other. But um, so having fun, music, eating, you know, adult drinks, I think is part of our culture. I don't drink. And, uh, she doesn't drink, <laughs> which is the funny thing. Um, but uh, but the, the I think in our relationship, our families have always been part of that. They've actually contributed to us um, getting to know each other more. I, I look at her brothers as my brothers. You know, I look at, you know, her nephews and nieces as my nephews and nieces, and that's how they call me, call me uncle. Um, so I think that's been part of it. That fun part, actually from her family side more than mine even, um, I think that's what kept us uh, fun. And, and it's funny because when we go, I go to his house, um, you know, especially during the holidays, they like to roast a pig. So uh, in, in, in the most uh, interesting way. So uh, it was shocking for me because I was a city girl. So when I saw what they, how they did it, I was like, oh my God, what is that? You know? <laughs> and uh, so they put it on a, on wow. a, uh-huh, and, and take it to a, what do you call that? You roast it, basically. You, you turn it and turn it. That's the old uh, way that we used to do it. But yeah, that was a shocker for us. Yeah. So I, it was funny because it was fun. So I, I became part of it. So uh, we, I will go and put my roll, my rollers and all this stuff. And I will go and do the stuff like that. And people were picking on me. Hey, I'm going to take a picture and put it on a social media, you with your rollers, giving them to the people. And I'm like, don't do that, I'll kill you, you know? Uh, but uh, we pick on each other in a very nice way. Uh, his brother, uh, incredible, they're funny. Um, uh, and we always talk, and sometimes I start talking in Spanish, thinking that I'm talking to them in English, and, 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 and they're like, mira, you're talking, you're talking in Spanish and in English. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. So, um, but it's, it's fun. I mean, uh, we, we talk about stories when we were little. Um, so there are grandkids and our kids can, you know, um, see what we, how we have fun. And we always talking, even when we're driving, he's like, you know, you know what I was thinking the other day? I was thinking about what we did when we were little and I was with my dad and we always talk about that. So it's fun. I- I, uh, my, my dad, he, he's passed away, but he was Puerto Rican. So I'm very familiar with those, those pig roasts. (laughs) It was, uh, it could be traumatizing, but we we, uh, used to to have them as pets and then they disappeared. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, um, so, so we just have a, a few minutes to close. And I think this is, um, really important. A couple of things that I heard you say, and that's allowing the younger generation to see the two of you having fun and to love each other. I think that's a huge, just to have real role models in our family. So I'm wondering in closing, what can you each share to inspire husbands or wives or just those that want to find true love in their life? What could you share with us? Communicate, communicate, communicate. And whenever there's something that bothers you that you may not feel good about before you go to bed, Try to settle it or at least reach some type of compromise so that you can at least finalize uh, that discussion. If not that night, the very next day. Don't let things boil to the point where you may say the wrong thing or um, do something that you may regret later because you allowed your emotions to get the best of you. I have had to learn that, in all honesty, myself uh, in life to be able to uh, understand and accept that you should never go to bed angry. So to, to give you my, my opinion, I think the first faith, respect, communication, um, love each other no matter what, and accept each other no matter what. You know, I just want to thank you 
you both for taking your time tonight, opening up um, your home and your life so that we can inspire other people that true love does exist. And, you know, we just hope that this show has inspired you in your relationship, your marriage, or your pursuit to find love because real meaningful love does exist. And one of the most important decisions that you will ever make in your life is who you will marry. Thank you again, Orlando, Georgina. And until next time, this is your host, Janie Lacey. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Let's Talk About It can be heard live every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Please join your host, Dr. Janie Lacey, for another edition of the show next week. Are you often attracted to unavailable partners? Feel like you can't stay but can't leave a toxic relationship? Obsessed with thinking about a current or former lover? Feel resentful that you're always taking care of the other person? The Woman Redeemed Therapy Program is for women who want to break free from toxic relationship patterns so they can find the love they truly deserve. This program is a safe, nurturing environment, essential for building self-worth and acquiring the tools to work through challenges and create your best self. We invite you to begin the journey today to start building the new you. Call 407-622-1770 or visit LifeCounselingSolutions.com. That's LifeCounselingSolutions.com. Are you living day by day, nervous, in fear, or constantly feeling overwhelmed? This is probably due to an anxiety disorder. Anxiety disorders can develop from many different factors and can affect each and every person differently. Anxiety disorders can develop because of genetics, personality, stressful life events, and many other reasons. The Anxiety and Depression Association of America reports that more than 40 million Americans suffer from anxiety-related illnesses, and anxiety is also considered the most common mental disorder in the United States. You don't have to suffer alone. Call Life Counseling Solutions at 407-622-1770 or visit lifecounselingsolutions.com today. Has your anger ever taken you somewhere you regretted? Have you ever said something in anger that you wish you could take back? Have you ever hurt anyone as a reaction of your anger, physically or emotionally? Let's face it. Anger is a part of life. We all experience anger in our lives at some point. The question we need to ask ourselves is whether this has become a habit. What matters is how we deal with it. So call Life Counseling Solutions at 407-622-1770 or visit OrlandoAngerManagement.com today.